Today's guest began working in Russia at the age of 12 and started her own business at 17. Now she's here in the States and is a seven-figure Amazon seller. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And I'm happy to welcome to the show today a serious seller calling in, I believe, from Orlando, Florida. Isabella, how's it going? Hey, Bradley. I'm going very good, and I'm so happy uh to join your podcast. Thank you for having me here. I'm happy to have you here. You know, we've hung out a few times already. I think I think the first time we met in person was at one of the Helium 10 socials in Vegas that we had, right? Yes, it was a very fun time, by the way. Yes, yes. And, and we kept in contact since then. Now, I know I've been in near you in Orlando before, but did we ever hang out in, in Florida or, or not, not, yet. not yet? I even uh, invited you to my birthday in August, but... Oh, no. Yeah, so... I stood you guys up. Ah, sorry about that. I wanted to bring you on to to get to know more about your professional and personal background because uh, you know we just kind of talk business and things like that when when we've done uh, videos together for your group. So I don't know too much about you and want the audience to get to know you too. So I take it from your accent, you were born and raised in Mexico City. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> For sure. (laughs) You know, usually when people are asking me, like, what is your accent from? Like, you have only one attempt to guess. And uh, Mm -hmm. it takes usually only one attempt. So where exactly, though, are are you? Were you born and raised? I born and raised in Russia. I born in Moscow in the capital. And uh, I used to live in the big cities around the business environment. And uh, as a lot of successful stories, I born... Uh, in a very poor family, uh, I was raised by my mom only, and um, uh, since my 12 years old, I started working. What did, what did you do when you were 12? What was your first job? It's fun. It's super funny because I teach kids uh, English and French, and for some reason, I don't remember French at all for now because I didn't pra- practice since, uh, since 2000, but my hmm. French was fluent. <laughs> Wow. Now, like at that age, 12 years old, you, you kind of have some rough times, you know, you, you're having to work uh, due to circumstances. So what, what does a 12 year old Isabella have as her goals? Like how, how, did, how, how did you think your life was going to turn out or, or what was your, how, how did you want your life to turn out at that time? You know, uh, at that point I didn't uh, have anything like our fridge was empty. Uh, I had only uh, two or three clothes and uh, I washed everything with the hands and everything that I wanted to get some extra uh, gel pens as my classmates. I wanted to get the cool uh, pencil case. I wanted to get a good backpack. My interest level was around my classmates, but after all, I think at 16 years old, I decided that I want to have my own business and I created it at my 17 years old, my first business training company that was 
that has been sold out for 35,000 bucks in a year and a half. Oh, wait, take me from, from age 12, you know, with nothing in the refrigerator to five years later, having such a big business. How did that happen? I think that I'm the person who put the goals and uh, try to achieve this goal uh, pretty quick. I don't like to wait. I like, and when uh, at my 12 years old, I feel money. Oh, I have money. I have uh, more opportunities. Okay, now I have a uh, pencil case. Now I have a new backpack. Now I have a pass for the subway that I can travel around the city with my hanging out with my friends. And every single time that I try to earn more, I find out that money is an opportunity. And it was a huge um, openings in my mindset because when you're raising in a poor family, you would never realize that you can get something else or you can get something more or you can go to the restaurant or so in Russia, the restaurant, it was something like, uh, like the Everest for us. <laughs> so, uh-huh. and, uh, I started work, uh, for companies, for different company companies since 14 years old, because it was allowed. And, uh, I studied at school. And at the same time, I got three or four jobs and my total income, it was about $500 per month that equal for the average income now in Russia. But it was back 21, 20, 22 years old, years old back. Okay. So that was pretty, that was pretty impressive for somebody young. So would you say that you were somebody who from an early age had that kind of entrepreneurial mindset yes i think so. okay yeah so what what just out of curiosity what was that business that that you had at 17 that you ended up selling for a lot of money later uh it was business training company uh i create uh it started very um an intuitional way when uh, i was hired as the manager uh, as a uh, public relationship manager uh, at the company, and I didn't know anything about it. And I said to my uh, employer, like, you know, I don't know. I don't have any knowledge. I don't have any experience. He's, he just, you get it. Uh, I started research for any business trainings, and uh, I found one, and it was cool. Uh, I attended there. They paid for that. And then I thought, okay, they paid for me 350 uh, the yes 350 per day and this trainer got 650 per day just to study us and the company who created <laughs> this event they got much more money and i kind of steal this training and i uh tried to create this training for other people and i started to promote myself as a trainer and i hmm. i was hired by other company and my first training was very cool uh even for my 16 years old and then i Interesting. Thought, did you did you have to lie about how old you were or no, did people no, no, know no, i didn't lie i just said like i'm oh, okay. experienced so i tried to be cool and tough <laughs> all right now now fast forward like how did you end up in the united states and when did that happen 
I came, uh, I moved in, uh, in 2015 and, uh, it was, I think it, it was ups and down, ups and down, uh, story because I came here with some savings and I was cheated by Russian people. I lost hundred thousand bucks, uh, like in the first one, two months. And then oh I goodness. stayed only while with the $5,000, uh, and I decided to invest all this money to Amazon. Well, what, 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 how did that start? I mean, in Russia, were you doing e-commerce at all? I mean, I thought you were here a lot longer. I didn't realize you've only been here. Four and a half is it five years? Yeah, less than five years. Yeah. So, yeah. so then in Russia, did you get into e-commerce or was your first e-commerce kind of, uh, Amazon? Uh, I was involved in the marketing stuff a lot, uh, because I run my own company in Russia during, I think 14, 15 years, uh, and it was uh, interior design studio. It was uh, web web development. It was uh, infographic studio. So I, I owned a lot of different companies there, and it always was around uh, social media. It was always about SEO. I was involved in the SEO ranking, and uh, it's kind of the e-commerce too, because uh, you, as you know, Amazon. This is the A9 algorithm, A10 algorithm. And if you even will not never understand what is it and how it works, it's impossible to run any e-commerce. Okay. So then 2015, you found out about the, about the opportunity on Amazon and was your first, did you start off with uh, arbitrage or wholesale or did you go directly to private label? I went directly to private label. Are you still selling your first product? No, I don't. But so, so, so tell us what that first product was. Yeah, it was silicone wine, wine glasses. I silicone e wine glasses. Yes, I even didn't customize it. And my first return from this kind of product was $14,000. And I think that this is an amazing result without any customizing in the op poly bag uh, set of four. <laughs> And uh, if you remember 2015, uh, we didn't think about verified reviews. Uh, we just uh, asked people to give us reviews for the 99% off. And uh, I got like about 80 or 90 reviews. And uh, it's, it, was, it was a good sale. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So then how did you expand out? Did you like make that a brand or you just started just getting a whole bunch of random products or, or tell me about your Amazon, how you scaled up? Uh, I started, so at this point I started, I was excited. Okay. So I, I got some piece of money from there because I really was broke and I had to live for something and other money I invested to other products. And uh, then I was experienced in a lot of niche and um, after all, uh, I decided that I, that I need a brand because I had a lot of problems with hijackers who shut down on my uh, own listings and I walked through all these mistakes mm -hmm. <laughs> before I start teaching people here how to sell on Amazon. So... And by the way, in Russia, I was always involved in the, the business coaching and I wanted to start it here again, but I didn't start it before I got ex experience it on Amazon. So I think that any, every single business coach uh, must to be experienced before he start teach people. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now just taking a, a couple steps back, 
when you got here, are you able to say how you lost $100,000? Like, were you kidnapped? You know, you know, being from Russia, now I have, oh, maybe some ex-KGB uh, <laughs> kidnapped you. Or, or, or what, what happened there? Like, how, how, how do you lose $100,000? I lost $100,000 uh, here when I came here and I tried to find the way how to uh, care about my family. And uh, I just started to find any communications with different type of people. For sure, I started talk with Russians and they say me, okay, we have a great opportunity. Go and invest into our business. Ah. You will get returns every single month, blah, blah, blah. You will be fine. And I just trusted them. It was honestly, it's so stupid. Now I, I try to see back. I'm like, what? What the, what are you thinking about? Like, why did you do that? Was that all your money or you still had some and that's why you were able to invest to Amazon? It wasn't, or it wasn't all your savings that you had? It was all. And I, after I invested to Amazon $5,000, I stayed only with the 200 in my pocket. <laughs> were, were you, did you have a job at that time? No. So you really needed those wine glasses to, to, to pay some bills. Yes. So then after the, how, how long did you sell those wine glasses? Uh, after, so I got my return in 45 days. As you know, Amazon is holding your money like three weeks and I needed time to rank the product a little bit. It was pretty easy at that time. And uh, I got my first return in 45 days. But all this time I tried to survive. Uh, I tried to earn money somehow from Russia. I tried to do everything just to survive during that time. And then I got my hooray, like, okay, bingo. Now I'm a queen. I can do everything. So I just, I feel very great at that time. And uh, I believed in myself. I trusted to Amazon. That first year, the tw was 2016 maybe your first full year of selling on Amazon? Yes, 2016. Uh, and how much did you uh, gross uh, during that year, would you say, on, on Amazon? Uh, my gross was, uh, I think, close to 600000 for the first year. And, and what, kind of, what kind of profit was, what were you doing? You know, I am very greedy. And uh, I'm always about... Um, at least 100% pr profit from the product. And uh, I started my PPC campaigns only in 2017. So, so 2016, you didn't even do PPC? I know. It's funny, I know. But I even, I, I, I never tried. And I thought like, people, are you down? Why are you using PPC if you can sell with just with organic sales? Mm-hmm. And I started my PPC campaign only in 2017 and uh, only- So that, that, that 20, that, that, that $600,000 was with no PPC? No PPC. That's crazy. So then now you started PPC. So 2017, what were your sales? Did that help? Yes, for sure. Uh, I was uh, up and down with PPCs. I tried to figure out how to uh, use this PPC campaign because if you remember 2017, Amazon- uh, removed a lot of, uh, not like a lot. I think Amazon removed all reviews and all products stayed just with the zero. And I remember how I started launching all my products like since zero. Even I 
started new products and I decided, okay, I will not launch these products again because like, I just don't want to, uh, to deal with products, uh, that I already fail because of these faking reviews. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, so I started almost, uh, since the scratch with new products and I started with PPC. I started to figure out how to get verified reviews and, uh, I achieved again, uh, the six figure sales. What was your best year? Was it last year for Amazon or was it 2018? What was your best year? Uh, I think uh, last two years, 18, 19, they've been very good. Uh, and I like this years. Uh, I don't like, honestly, I don't like this time, like right now, because I didn't order my uh, products before Chinese New Year. Getting low on inventory. Then. Yes, yes. They low on inventory. They low on uh, raw um, uh raw materials uh, and uh, we're just waiting when they will start the production okay so, yes at this year a little bit less but i'm sure i will gain this amount uh in next some months because i'm very aggressive on sales and uh, if i lost somewhere i have to gain double because this is my passion about I love it. I love it. So what, what did you end up with on sales last year in 2019? Do you want me to? <laughs> so it's seven figures, uh, but I just okay. don't want to tell like how much, but it's seven figure sales. And now, obviously, I'm sure you're not making 100% profit anymore like the old days. So what was your profit margins last year? Uh, no, I still stay with 100%. How, how is that even possible? G- give me an example. Give me, give me one of your products and like what you pay and like what you're charging and how it comes out to okay. how, how you can find hundred percent profit margin these days. Okay. So I have a product The cost, the retail cost is, uh, I will just write it down, uh, to make the good math. So I have a product, the cost is twenty four ninety nine. Okay. Okay. This, this is, by the way, this is not the Chinese product. This is product that I'm buying in States, uh, made so, in USA, made in USA. Yes. Huh? Uh, so this product cost me 5.95. The okay. Amazon fee is about, it depends because now, you know, it's, um, the shipping cost has changed. And, uh, if back to like a year ago or maybe eight months, the cost was always the same, the Amazon fee. And now, uh, because of, uh, USPS change, make some changes. So now it's sometimes you have some difference, but it's about between six fifty and uh, six point eight dollars is the Amazon fee. So and I'm that includes their fifteen percent and their fulfillment. Yes. Uh, okay. Total. So this product is uh, one point seven ounces. So it's less than two ounces. So it's very very light. So in total. We have like, uh, generally speaking, 25 bucks minus six minus seven, uh, it's 19. So about 12 bucks I have in profit. And, uh, I'm spent one sale with the PPC cost me between 0. 0.8, 0, uh, sometimes dollar 1.1. It depends on the keyword and then depends on, and I'm spending about 50 bucks per day for this product. So mm-hmm. you can see that the profit here is pretty good. 
Well, I, I didn't sleep last night, so you, you could trick me easily. You could tell me anything because my brain is not working. So <laughs> I, I start. I started to write it out here in my paper. But I'm like, okay, my head is starting to hurt. So okay, I'm no, just gonna just trust Isabel. I just can tell you that this is the skincare product and skincare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you're working with the skincare, on where well where you're working with the uh, health and beauty, you can make more profit than you do with the regular products because you can. Uh, put there a lot of benefits for people and uh, it's about marketing so you can sell in a bad box or you can sell it in a good marketing box and uh, the profit will be different now how do you take advantage of the fact that it's made in usa like in your marketing or branding or your listing and and do you and if so do you think that helps you for sure for sure yes Everything that you sell on Amazon and uh, you post uh, the label made in USA or, uh, USA or Canada or Europe, and if some products that you sell on Amazon, they're related to the powerful uh, countries or Germany, for example, or Italy or Israel. Uh, yes, it helps. For sure, it helps. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So how did you, when did you start doing that? Like, obviously the uh, silicone wine glasses were from China. And I would assume in your first couple of years, most of your products came from China. When did you start sourcing from the U.S.? And, and how much percent of what you sell now is from the U.S.? Uh, I have three Amazon accounts. <laughs> okay. So one is, so two of them, uh, this is the China product. And one of them, this is the uh, made in USA products. So this is the health and beauty. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, so is the health and beauty brand hundred percent sourced in USA? Yes. Sometimes I'm trying to think that maybe I have to switch to China, but I'm not. No, no, no. Stop girls. Just stop. It's not about <laughs> extra $2 per items per item. It's about their really good quality and, uh, your, uh, image that, okay, this product made from USA. I started it in the middle uh, 2018. Okay. Now, for somebody who, who's out there who who might find this interesting, they're like, "Whoa, that's you know, that's uh, interesting to be able to have such a high profit margin and made in USA." Like, like, how does one go about finding a manufacturer or finding a supplier that is USA? Like, how did you find yours? Was it just personal connections, or it, it was like a, a website that you could find suppliers, or how how did how did, how did that happen? Uh, yes, I started just with the finding suppliers and, uh, honestly, before I pick a supplier here, I think I checked, uh, all existing suppliers of the health and beauty in United States and some of, some of them in Canada. My house was full of samples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I still use some of them. And now, uh, yeah. you said, you know, before, obviously, you relied very heavily on your, your network of reviewers and things. So when that changed, now, as, as you're launching new products, it obviously, it's still is important to get reviews. So what are some ways that you are able to get verified reviews now so that you could start scaling your product? Chatbot. Chatbot. So, so explain how, uh, how you use that. So I use chatbots. Um with the for sure with the many chat but i have uh two ways uh the ex, um i will not promote anyone here but ex, um exist some tools that are not only 
related to the Facebook Messenger. They related to more messengers that we mm-hmm. are always using like daily. And uh, I'm gaining reviews through chatbots, not only through the text as many chat or through the Facebook Messenger. By the way, I was shut down on the Facebook if you <laughs> didn't see yet. And um, uh, the thing is that I'm trying to be an arrange to once one verified review to 10 organics reviews. For sure, I'm using follow-up of Helium 10 that helps mm-hmm. too. Uh, but I'm not counting uh, the uh, reviews that are coming from follow-up that are really important for me because this is always verified reviews. Yes. And to have the verified reviews from the chatbot, you have to be very careful because if you will go like 10 out of the 10, you will fail and Amazon will remove all of them. That what Amazon is doing usually before the Black Friday somehow, like October, November, and somewhere on uh, May or April. So twice a year we're making, we're having some issues with Amazon reviews. So, so then the chatbots is also part of like your, your launch, your launch strategy. Yes. So then, then because since, since you have them in the chatbot flow to purchase your item, then you can also ask them for the review since you already have them, since you already have their messenger information in other words, right? Yes. For okay. sure. But you know, probably, uh, my actions are not so smart, but I'm not trying to launch my products uh, with the same subscribers that I already have because every single subscriber cost me about 26 cents uh-huh. and every single review f- through the chatbot cost me about a bucks. So plus, for sure, plus the reimbursement, plus the rebate. But yeah. um, for me, it's cheaper to gain more subscribers and use them as the newest one than to use my previous subscriber and offer them to launch my new product. But I have okay. subscribers, I have about 10,000 subscribers that I can use uh, for now for launching any product. Okay. Now for, for each of these different Amazon accounts, would you say that you've built brands around the brands that you're selling? Or some of them, you, you're just selling products or everyone you're doing social media for your brand and, and website and things like that. I started my uh, A-plus content last year because it took time to register the brand. And uh, I'm in the process to register my second brand. I hope it will come out like next or after the next week because it's already mm-hmm. supposed to be published on the uspto.gov. And um, so, yeah, I'm working with the branding. And uh, when I'm teaching people, I'm always saying, for now, in 2020, start to register your brand first, and then we will start to work on your product. Because the registry, when you register your brand, it's much easier to rank a product. It's much easier to be on the market. Uh, everything is much easier than uh, like versus if you don't have it. Okay. Okay. Now you said you've started, you know, uh, I guess you started at 16 years old doing training and stuff, but now I know, 
you know, you're, you're doing something similar, especially in the Russian community, because I've done videos with, you know, with your group yeah. and I see you on Instagram and I can't uh, understand what you're saying other than Dobre Utras, you know, sometimes, you know, good morning. That's, that's about my, the extent of my Russian, but I, I could kind of tell what, what you're, you know, that you're teaching on there. So how did that start? Like, was it just like maybe some, you know, people knew you were selling on Amazon. They're like, Hey, we'd like to learn how, how this is done. And then you started small and then got bigger or what happened there? Well, uh, uh, because of, I started my business coaching career back to Russia. So for almost 20 years, yeah, something mm -hmm. like that. So uh, I had my data about 50,000 or maybe a little bit more people. So I had my own subscribers who trusted me and uh, I just started work with them. But now, by the way, uh, I'm launching my last course for Russian speaking community. And I'm switching to English speaking to Americans. So mm, okay. I'm right at the edge now. So I'm switching from one audience to another audience. And yes, uh, answering your question, how I, how I started teaching people with Amazon, that happens because I had a data uh, before. And uh, I'm selling on Amazon to teach people uh, because my passion is not about launching products. My passion mm -hmm. is about teaching people because the product will never say me thank you or will yeah. clap the hands and say, like, oh, Bella, you did a good job. No, uh, I love people. I love to teach. I love to help. And I love when uh, my customers are coming into my office, like happened yesterday and before yesterday. And they say like, thank you so much. I launched my product. Now it works and you can see my first results. So for example, yesterday, my customer showed me uh, her first screenshot uh, for two weeks. She got 5,000 in revenue. And it's only with the PPC. So hmm. we rank your product on the first page using the PPC and just probably 10 or 10 or 12 giveaways. Okay. And I think it's a good result too. So when I'm not crazy about giveaways, I'm uh, more passionate about keywords and the CEO. And uh, by the way, I'm using Helium 10. A lot. Excellent. I think I'm sleeping with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's, uh, you have a, a boyfriend on the side and his name is Helium 10. Yes. That's good. Yes, it's true. All right. He's my husband. He's my uh, boyfriend, lover. So he's Helium 10. <laughs> there we go. So just make sure not to cheat on him with other softwares, please. I will not. All right. Now, what is maybe one of the biggest mistakes you've made selling on Amazon that you can share with us and maybe somebody can can hear it and, and maybe avoid that mistake themselves uh i think i have some <clears throat> one of the biggest one this is um i didn't protect myself uh from suppliers fraud when uh, i thought that after some orders uh my supplier will send me out the same products and uh, i stopped use the alibaba trade assurance and i paid him directly i ordered 2000 items and it's not a secret now because i stopped uh, to sell this product uh, it was travel pillow and um 
he sent me out very poor quality of the travel pillows. And uh, I was on sales with this product like 40, 50 per day. And that was very good on profit because I had about $16 per pillow <laughs> in mm. profit. I was very good. And I got all almost 2,000 uh, items in uh, returns from uh, customers. So I lost money wow. with the supplier. I lost money with returns and uh, I got a very bad performance on Amazon. So I had to resolve this issue for like about the months. So how could you have avoided that? Uh, I honestly, I never went back to pay a Chinese supplier without any protection. So when I'm paying them, when I'm setting up any payments, it's always going through Alibaba Trade Assurance. Even they, if they are not there and I'm fighting any supplier, the new supplier, I'm asking them to join Alibaba and to uh, pay them through this system. Probably a lot of sellers will let me know that it's stupid that I can work through the broker, blah, blah, blah. And I know that. But I feel safe because after I got some different issues, it wasn't just one. Uh, Alibaba resolved it for a very short short time and I didn't lose uh, any of my money. They refunded me full amount. Okay, that's good. That's good. Now, on the flip side, what's like the best thing that you've ever done on Amazon? I mean, of course, it could be just uh, yourself or it could be from one of your students. And, you know, obviously you just mentioned, hey, you had a student who was able to make $5,000 in her first two weeks, but I'm sure you have even better stories than that, either from yourself, like an incredible launch that you did, or or maybe for one of your students. What, what's a great story that can maybe motivate our listeners? Uh, the great story, I think I, I have a lot of them. So first, I think my story is great. Probably it's not like super great because I, am, I don't have 10, uh, 10 millions uh, a year yet. Uh, but I have some customers who launch it uh, for 800000 per first year. I have a customer who launched uh, 250 per year, and he just uh, created for me the video review yesterday. I will post it soon. And uh, I have a lot of customers who launched and never stop, and uh, they double it, their income next year. Because it's the Amazon is not about amount first. Amazon about understanding. And if you understood how to get your first ten thousand dollars in profit, then it will be super easy to get from to jump from ten to hundred, and it will be super easy to get from hundred to million. And the success story is about the people who never stop. They started and they are going to be very encouraged and they're having a lot of courage of what they are doing there. They are just uh, picking product, customize it, launch it. Picking product, customizing, launch it. And it's like a conveyor. Okay, cool. Now we're going to get into your 30 second strategy, 30 second tip in a couple of seconds. But first we're going to play something. I call it the search volume game. All right. Okay. I'm going to give you three keywords. And you, you can write them down if you want, but do not have your computer. I, I can hear if you can click. So I know if you're cheating, the three keywords are 
and, and I'm going to give you three search volumes and you're going to have to match it. All right. So the three keywords are silicone ice cube tray. Okay. Okay. Silicone ice cube tray. Okay. Silicone wine glasses and silicone spatula. Okay. Okay. So those are the three keywords. Now, from most to least, here are the search volumes. This is the monthly search volume from Helium 10. One of these keywords is 29,000 searches per month. Another one is 14,000, the middle one. And the one that is searched the least is about 4,000, 3,600. So I think uh, wine glasses, probably it's about 4,000 now. I'm thinking. Uh, okay, spatula, I believe, is about 29, and ice cube tray probably is 14. Wow, you are only the four, third person in the history of this game to get all three right. Really? Yes. Impressive. <laughs> Impressive. Are, are you sure you didn't cheat there? No. You see, okay, I'm that's impressive. You, I'm sleeping with the healing tent. <laughs> you say that uh and people might get the wrong idea here <laughs> but that's good that's good um yeah so the point is though that you could have got it wrong and and that wouldn't have that wouldn't have been bad or or something to be embarrassed about most people do get it wrong and, and the reason that everybody gets these things differently is because we all search for different ways and and we have our idea of what is different but in this case what you picked is kind of what the rest of the United States picks as well. So you, you got it right now. Let's get into the part of the show we call the TST, which stands for TST 30 second tip. So basically, if you can give us something, you have to say it in 30 seconds or less. I always let people go over time, but today I, I need to start putting people on timer. I think I did Kevin King recently and, and he, he did like one minute and 30 seconds. So I was like, no, no, no. So 30 seconds, something very valuable, like a strategy that you think is unique to you or, or something very valuable, something that people can really take action on, but that you can say in 30 seconds or less. Okay. The first tip, uh, when you pick a product to sell on Amazon, be very aware what are you picking and uh, you have to make sure that you can customize this product. This is the first. Check the Helium 10 about the search value because if uh, people are not searching for your product, you will never able to sell that. Make sure that your keyword that you pick to uh, check your product is the right one. Because if you see the sales on Amazon for this product, but you don't see the uh, search value, probably you got the wrong keyword. And this is the basic thing that you always have to start when you're starting your sales on Amazon. All right, cool. Thank you so much. All right. Now, if people want to contact you to learn more about your life story or, or see about your coaching, whether it's Russian or English, how can they find you on the internet? Instagram, Isabella, that reads spelling with the Z-I-Z-A-B-E-L-L-A dot R-I-T-Z. It's me. All right, cool. All right, Isabella, thank you for joining us and, and sharing your, your story with us. And I wish the best to you. And then maybe 2021, around this time, I'd like to have you back on the show. And let, let's see, let's see if you, you hit that eight-figure mark yet. I'll try. And by the way, see you on my podcast on March 5th. Oh, cool. All right. We'll see you there. Okay, see you. Bye. Thank you. 
quick note, guys, don't forget that regardless where you are listening to this podcast, whether it's on your iPhone or on Stitcher or on Spotify, that you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode.